This is Michael Meyer of Picture More Business and the host of the Legal Marketing Studio. I'm at the LMA Northeast's conference in Philadelphia today, and we just concluded the diversity panel today. And uh, Terry Hartwell Easter made a really wonderful point, and I wanted to just follow up on, on that point that she made that I thought was really interesting, and then a couple other points that came up during the panel as well. Uh, so you had made a comment about the importance of the visuals of diversity uh, and how it's important for people to see opportunity and the potential for them to be somewhere that they belong somewhere. Could you just talk about that aspect of a little bit, something that, you know, as a photographer, I find fascinating? Okay, great. Thanks, Michael. So what I hear all the time, because I am in the business of recruiting lawyers and with a particular emphasis on diverse lawyers, one of the first things that people do is a way of sort of qualifying a firm when they're looking at it as a prospective employer is looking at the firm to see if there are other people like them, first off. But then secondly, what I call kind of looking up the you know, up, up the ceiling to see who are the senior leaders in that organization. Do they look like them? Do they look different, even if they don't look like them? And when you look, kind of look up the organization and you don't see anyone that looks like you, it leaves you with that real question of, you know, if nobody's done it before me, it probably won't be me, and it probably may not be a place that's going to embrace me. So as much as people, I think, are excited by what they see on websites that have maybe what are manufactured examples of diversity, when people come to a firm to interview, when they've gotten to the point where they're really thinking about that firm in a very serious way, they really are looking at the leadership to see who is sitting in those seats and whether or not they represent any faction of diversity for them. And something else that came up, and you know, it comes up in a lot of ways, but I think here it's particularly resonant, is this issue of authenticity. How authentically diverse are you? You know, are you just pulling out every, every you know, staff member to make it look like it's diverse? You know, how honest are you being about how diverse it is? How important is that, not only in recruiting, but also in business development and then actually delivering on the diversity that, that you're telling people you have? Yeah, so I've got a really unique perspective here because, you know, you are who you are. And, you know, this idea of trying to puff oneself up on the diversity front really can backfire because it really speaks to sort of the integrity of the organization. And so in organizations that are not diverse, that want to be diverse, they need to spend some time thinking about why that's the case and what do they need to do to change that dynamic of their workplace. But the idea of trying to create an impression that there is diversity at your organization that doesn't really exist is really just dishonest at the end of the day. It's just dishonest. And then one last thing that came up in the panel, I don't remember if you had said it or or, uh, if Terry number two had said it, and that was given how much firms and lawyers are trained in looking at precedent, what is it going to take to get that first firm or that first handful of firms to really take this seriously in a way that's more than more than just token. I mean, I know some firms are, but what right. is it going to take for, for it to go from being one or two or three to being everybody yeah. seeing how important it is? So, you know, this is totally in our wheelhouse because we work with organizations on organizational change. And so that's really what it takes is sort of that wake up, first of all, that you can't buy it. 
Um, because what we see is it's fairly easy to hire diverse lawyers. The challenge is, is having an environment that where those people can learn and grow and that they feel comfortable in. And when that doesn't happen, people don't stay. So the, so the real trick is for an organization to say we want to, to be diverse and to be willing to do the work. Um, and it is work to change not necessarily hearts and minds, but behavior. It's about behavior. It's about thinking about, oh, wow, there are new associates here. Why don't I go down and invite the African-American woman to lunch today? Which might not feel as comfortable for the senior, maybe male, white lawyer to do. But that's the kind of change is people getting outside of their normal and doing something different. And maybe getting some help doing that in terms of coaching, you know, looking at systems and process that might get in the way of what would make it more comfortable for people to just integrate in a different way. Overall hopeful? I think that, you know, the world is embracing diversity. I think about my 19-year-old granddaughter who, when I talk about diversity and the work I do with clients, she doesn't get it because it's not her experience. So I, I, I'm hoping, I hope it happens in my lifetime. Terry, thanks so much. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you.